scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software. Welcome back. This is day one of week 22 of the daily Bible reading. Today we're reading in 1 Chronicles chapters 22 through 25, Psalm 78, and Romans chapter 5. But before we begin, let's say a prayer. Our Holy Father, we ask that you would help us to always regard you as holy, to recognize your greatness, your awesomeness. We know that you have all power, and in spite of that, you are a loving God, and we thank you for it. We pray that you would help us to live in a way that is worthy of the gospel, this great grace that you've given to us. We ask, Father, that you would help us to never go back to the sins that bring death but to press onward through your Son, who brings life. We pray this in his name. Amen. All right, let's begin our reading in First Chronicles chapter 22. Then David said, This will be the house of Yahweh God, and this altar of burnt offering for Israel. And David commanded to assemble the resident aliens who were in the land of Israel, and appointed stone craftsmen to cut dressed stones to build the house of God. And David provided much iron for nails for the doors of the gates and for the seams and abundant copper that could not be weighed, and cedar timbers without number, for the Sidonians and Tyrians brought abundant cedars to David. Then David said, Solomon my son is a boy and inexperienced, and the house built for Yahweh must be exceedingly great in fame and splendor throughout every land. I will make preparations for him. So David provided abundant materials before he died. Then he called to Solomon his son and commanded him to build a house for Yahweh the God of Israel. And David said to Solomon his son, I myself had in my heart to build a house for the name of Yahweh my God. But it happened that the word of Yahweh came over me, saying, You have shed much blood and have made much war. You shall not build a house for my name, because you have shed much blood upon the ground before me. Behold, a son shall be born to you, he himself will be a man of rest, and I will give rest to him from all his enemies all around, for his name will be Solomon, and peace and quietness I will give to Israel in his days. He himself will build a house for my name, and he himself will be to me a son, and I will be to him as a father, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom over Israel forever. Now, my son, Yahweh will be with you, that you may succeed and build the house of Yahweh your God as he has spoken concerning you. Only may Yahweh give to you understanding and insight, that he might give you charge over Israel and the keeping of the law of Yahweh your God. Then you will prosper if you take care to do the statutes and judgments which Yahweh commanded Moses concerning Israel. Be strong and be courageous, fear not and do not be dismayed. Now see, with great effort I have made provision for the house of Yahweh, talents of gold, talents of silver, and bronze and iron that cannot be weighed, for there is an abundance. Also timber and stone I have provided, but to these you should add. And with you there is an abundance of craftsmen, stonecutters, masons, carpenters, and everyone skilled in every kind of craftsmanship with gold, silver, bronze, and iron without number. Arise and work, Yahweh will be with you. And David commanded all the commanders of Israel to help Solomon his son, saying, Is not Yahweh your God with you? And has he not given you rest all around? For he has put in my hand the inhabitants of the land, and the land is subdued before Yahweh and before his people. 
Now set your heart and mind to seek Yahweh your God, and arise and build the sanctuary of Yahweh God, that the Ark of the Covenant of Yahweh and the holy vessels of God might be brought into the house built for the name of Yahweh. Chapter 23 Now David was old and full of days, and he made Solomon his son king over Israel. And he assembled all the commanders of Israel, and the priests, and the Levites. And the Levites, thirty years old and above, were counted, and their number, according to their head count for the men, was thirty-eight thousand. Of these, David said, Twenty-four thousand are to direct the work of the house of Yahweh, along with six thousand judges and officials, four thousand gatekeepers, and four thousand offering praise with the instruments that I have made for praise." And David organized them in divisions according to the sons of Levi, to Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. For the Gershonites were Laden and Shimei, the sons of Laden, Jehiel the chief, and Zetham and Joel three, the sons of Shimei, Shelemoth, Haziel, and Haran three. These were the heads of the families of Laden, and the sons of Shimei, Jahath, Zinnah, Jeush, and Beriah. These four were the sons of Shimei. And Jahath was the chief, and Ziza the second, but Jeish and Beriah did not have many sons. They were enrolled as one for the house of a father. The sons of Kohath, Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uzziel, four. The sons of Amram, Aaron, and Moses. And Aaron was set apart to consecrate the most holy things. He and his sons were to burn offerings forever before Yahweh to serve him and to bless in his name forever. But Moses, the man of God, and his sons were reckoned among the tribe of Levi, the sons of Moses, Gershom and Eliezer. The sons of Gershom, Shabuel the chief, and the sons of Eliezer were Rehabiah the head. And Eliezer had no other sons, but the sons of Rehabiah were very many. The sons of Ishar, Shelemith the chief, the sons of Hebron, Jeriah the chief, Amariah the second, Jehaziel the third, and Jechameam the fourth. The sons of Uzziel, Micah the chief, and Ishiah the second. The sons of Merari, Mali and Mushi. The sons of Mali, Eliezer and Kish. And Eliezer died, and he did not have sons, but only daughters. And the sons of Kish, their relatives, married them. The sons of Mushi, Mali, Eder, and Jeremoth, three. These were the sons of Levi, according to the house of their fathers, the heads of the families, according to their enrollment, by the number of the names, according to their head count, who were to do the work of the service of the house of Yahweh from twenty years old and above. For David said, Yahweh the God of Israel has given rest to his people, and he dwells in Jerusalem forever. And also the Levites do not need to carry the tabernacle and all its vessels for its service. For by the last words of David, they are the number of the sons of Levi from twenty years old and above. For their station was to assist the sons of Aaron with the service of the house of Yahweh over the courtyards, over the chambers, and over the cleansing of all the sanctified objects, and with the work of the service of the house of God, and with the rows of bread, the flour, the grain offering, the wafers of unleavened bread, the baked offering, the offering mixed with oil, and for all the amounts and measurements. And they were to stand every morning thanking and praising Yahweh, and likewise in the evening, and for every burnt offering offered to Yahweh on Sabbaths, on new moon festivals, and at the appointed feasts, according to the customary number required of them regularly before Yahweh. And they shall keep the responsibility of the tent of assembly, the responsibility of the sanctified objects, and the responsibility of the sons of Aaron, their brothers, to serve the house of Yahweh. Chapter 24 
And as for the sons of Aaron, these were their divisions. The sons of Aaron were Nadab and Abihu, Eliezer and Ithamar. And Nadab and Abihu died before their father, and they had no sons. So Eliezer and Ithamar served as priests. And David with Zadok of the sons of Eliezer and Ahimelech of the sons of Ithamar divided them according to their appointments for their service. And more sons of Eliezer were found as heads of the men than the sons of Ithamar, so they divided them to the sons of Eliezer to be sixteen heads over the house of their fathers, and to the sons of Ithamar over the house of the fathers were eight heads. They divided them by lot all alike, for they were commanders of the sanctuary and commanders of God from among the sons of Eliezer and the sons of Ithamar. And Shemaiah the son of Nethanel the scribe from the Levites recorded them before the king, the princes Zadok the priest, Ahimelech the son of Abiathar, and the heads of the families of the priests and Levites, one father's house drawn by lot for Eliezer, and one drawn by lot for Ithamar. And the first lot went out to Jehoiarib, the second to Jediah, the third to Haram, the fourth to Searim, the fifth to Melchijah, the sixth to Mijamin, the seventh to Hakaz, the eighth to Abijah, the ninth to Jeshua, the tenth to Shechaniah, the eleventh to Eliashib, the twelfth to Jakim, the thirteenth to Huppa, the fourteenth to Jeshebiab, the fifteenth to Bilgah, the sixteenth to Immer, the seventeenth to Hezer, the eighteenth to Hapizes, the nineteenth to Pethahiah, the twentieth to Ezekiel, the twenty-first to Jakin, the twenty-second to Gamal, the twenty-third to Deliah, the twenty-fourth to Maziah. These were their appointments for their service to come into the house of Yahweh according to their custom by the hand of Aaron their father, as Yahweh the God of Israel had commanded him. And as for the remainder of the sons of Levi, of the sons of Amram, Shubiel, of the sons of Shubiel, Jediah, of Rehabiah, of the sons of Rehabiah, Ishiah the chief, of the Isharites, Shelemoth, of the sons Shelemoth, Jehath, of the sons of Jeriah, Amariah the second, Jehaziel the third, Jechamim the fourth, the sons of Aziel, Micah, the sons of Micah, Shammer, the sons of Micah, Ishiah, of the sons of Ishiah, Zechariah, the sons of Merari, Mali and Mushi, the sons of Jaziah, his son, the sons of Merari, of Jaziah, his son, Shoham, Zachar, and Ibri, of Mali, Eliezer, who had no sons, of Kish, the sons of Kish, Jeremiel, and of the sons of Mushi, Mali, Eder, and Jeremoth. These were the sons of the Levites according to the house of their fathers. And lots were also cast for these, just as their brothers, the sons of Aaron, before David the king, Zadok, Ahimelech, and the heads of the families for the priests and for the Levites, the fathers, on the principle of the chief and younger brother alike. Chapter 25 And David and the commanders of the army set apart for the service the sons of Asaph, of Heman, and of Jeduthun, who prophesied with stringed instruments, with harps, and with cymbals. And their inventory of the men of the work and for their duty was, for the sons of Asaph, Zachar, Joseph, Nethaniah, and Azarelah, sons of Asaph, under the hand of Asaph, who prophesied under the hands of the king. And Jeduthun, the sons of Jeduthun, Gedaliah, Ziri, Jeshiah, Hashabiah, and Mattathiah, six, under the hands of their father Jeduthun, who prophesied with the stringed instrument, with thanksgiving and praise to Yahweh. Of Heman, the sons of Heman, Bukiah, Mataniah, Aziel, Shebuel, and Jeremoth, Hananiah, Hanani, 
Eliatha, Gedalti, and Romanti Ezer, Josh Bikasha, Malathi, Hathir, Mahazioth. All these were sons to Heman, the seer of the king, according to the words of God to raise a horn. And God had given to Heman fourteen sons and three daughters. All these were under the direction of their father in the music of the house of Yahweh, with cymbals, harps, and stringed instruments for the service of the house of God. Asaph, Jedithan, and Heman were under the direction of the king. And their number, along with their brothers, trained singers, all the skilled people for Yahweh, were two hundred and eighty-eight. And they cast lots for responsibilities on the principle of small and great alike, teacher with student. And the first lot for Asaph went out to Joseph, the second to Gedaliahu, he and his brothers and his twelve sons, the third Zachar, his sons and his brothers twelve, the fourth to Isri, his sons and his brothers twelve, the fifth Nethaniah, his sons and his brothers twelve, the sixth Bacchiah, his sons and his brothers twelve, the seventh Jesarela, his sons and his brothers twelve, the eighth Jeshiah, his sons and his brothers twelve, the ninth Mataniah, his sons and his brothers twelve, the tenth Shimei, his sons and his brothers twelve, eleventh Azarel, his sons and his brothers twelve, the twelfth to Hashabiah, his sons and his brothers twelve, to the thirteenth Shabael, his sons and his brothers twelve, to the fourteenth Mattathiah, his sons and his brothers twelve, to the fifteenth to Jeremoth, his sons and his brothers twelve, to the sixteenth to Hananiah, his sons and his brothers twelve, to the seventeenth to Joshbekasha, his sons and his brothers twelve, to the eighteenth to Hanani, his sons and his brothers twelve, to the nineteenth to Malathi, his sons and his brothers twelve, to the twentieth to Eliatha, his sons and his brothers twelve, to the twenty-first to Hothir, his sons and his brothers twelve, to the twenty-second to Gidalti, his sons and his brothers twelve, to the twenty-third to Mahazioth, his sons and his brothers twelve, to the twenty-fourth to Ramamti Ezer, his sons and his brothers twelve. All right, now let's read Psalm 78, a mascal of Asaph. Listen, O my people, to my teaching. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will offer a parable with my mouth. I will pour out riddles from long ago that we have heard and known, and our ancestors have told us. We will not hide them from our children, telling the next generation the praises of Yahweh and his power and his wonders that he has done. For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our ancestors to teach to their children, so that the next generation might know, children yet to be born, that they might rise up and tell their children, that they might set their confidence in God, and not forget the deeds of God, but keep his commandments, and not be like their ancestors, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that did not make ready its heart, whose spirit was not faithful to God. The sons of Ephraim, armed with archers, turned back in the day of battle. They did not keep the covenant of God and refused to go in his law. They also forgot his deeds and his wonders that he had shown them. In front of their ancestors he did a wonder. In the land of Egypt, in the region of Zoan, he split the sea and caused them to go over, and he caused waters to stand like a heap. And he led them with a cloud by day and all night with a fiery light. He caused rocks to split in the wilderness and provided drink abundantly as from the depths. And he brought streams out of the rock and caused water to flow down like rivers. But they sinned still further against him, 
by rebelling against the Most High in the desert. And they tested God in their heart by asking food for their craving. And they spoke against God. They said, Is God able to prepare a table in the wilderness? Yes, he struck the rock, and water flowed, and streams gushed out. But can he also give food or provide meat for his people? Therefore Yahweh heard, and he was very angry. And a fire was kindled against Jacob, and his anger also rose up against Israel, because they did not believe God, and they did not trust his salvation. Nevertheless, he commanded the skies above, and opened the doors of heaven, and rained down on them manna to eat, and gave them the grain of heaven. Humankind ate the bread of angels. He sent them food enough to be satisfied. He caused the east wind to blow in the heavens, and drove along the south wind by his strength. Then he rained meat on them like dust, even winged birds like the sand of the seas. He caused them to fall in the midst of his camp, all around his dwellings. So they ate and were well filled, and he brought about what they craved. They had not yet turned aside from their craving, while their food was still in their mouth. The anger of God rose against them, and he killed some of the stoutest of them. Even the young men of Israel he caused to bow down in death. In spite of all this, they sinned further, and did not believe his wonders. And he consumed their days with futility, their years with terror. When he killed some of them, then they sought him, and repented, and earnestly sought God. And they remembered that God was their rock, and God most high their Redeemer. But they enticed him with their mouth, and lied to him with their tongue. For their heart was not steadfast with him, nor were they faithful to his covenant. But he was compassionate, he pardoned their guilt, and did not destroy them. And many times he turned back his anger, and did not stir up all his wrath. For he remembered that they were flesh, a passing wind that does not return. How often they rebelled against him in the wilderness, and vexed him in the wasteland. So they again tested God, and distressed the Holy One of Israel. And they did not remember his power when he redeemed them from the enemy, how he performed his signs in Egypt, and his wonders in the region of Zoan, when he turned their rivers to blood so they could not drink from their streams. He sent among them flies that devoured them, and frogs that destroyed them. And he gave their crop to the locust, and their labor to the locust. He destroyed their vines with hail, and their sycamore trees with sleet. He also handed their cattle over to the hail, and their livestock to the lightning bolts. He sent against them his fierce anger, rage and indignation and trouble, a band of destroying angels. He cleared a path for his anger. He did not spare them from death, but handed their life over to the plague. And he struck down all the firstborn in Egypt, the first of their virility in the tents of Ham. Then he led out his people like sheep, and guided them like a herd in the wilderness. And he led them safely, and they were not afraid, but the sea covered their enemies. So he brought them to his holy territory, this mountain his right hand acquired. And he drove out nations before them, and allocated them for an inheritance by boundary line, and settled the tribes of Israel in their tents. But they tested and rebelled against God Most High, and did not keep his statutes. And they turned and were treacherous like their ancestors. They twisted like a crooked bow. And they provoked him to anger with their high places, and made him jealous with their images. God heard, and he was very angry, and rejected Israel utterly. So he abandoned the dwelling place at Shiloh, the tent he had placed among humankind. And he gave his strength into captivity, and his splendor into the hand of the enemy. He also handed his people over to the sword, and he was very angry with his inheritance. 
Fire devoured his young men, and his young women were not praised. His priests fell by the sword, and his widows did not weep. Then the Lord awoke like one who had been asleep, awoke like a warrior who had been drunk with wine, and he beat back his enemies. He gave them over to perpetual scorn, and he rejected the tent of Joseph, and did not choose the tribe of Ephraim, but chose the tribe of Judah, Mount Zion that he loved. And he built his sanctuary like the heights, like the earth that he established forever. And he chose David his servant, and took him from the sheepfolds, and brought him from following nursing ewes to shepherd Jacob his people, and Israel his inheritance. And he shepherded them according to the integrity of his heart, and led them by the skillfulness of his hands. All right, now let's read Romans chapter 5. Therefore, because we have been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. And not only this, but we also boast in our afflictions, because we know that affliction produces patient endurance, and patient endurance proven character, and proven character hope, and hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who is given to us. For while we were still helpless, yet at the proper time, Christ died for the ungodly, for only rarely will someone die on behalf of a righteous person, for on behalf of a good person possibly someone might even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Therefore, by much more, because we have been declared righteous now by his blood, we will be saved through him from the wrath. For if, while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his Son, by much more, having been reconciled, we will be saved by his life. And not only this, but also we are boasting in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. Because of this, just as sin entered into the world through one man, and death through sin, so also death spread to all people, because all sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not charged to one's account when there is no law. But death reigned from Adam until Moses, even over those who did not sin in the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who is a type of the one who is to come. But the gift is not like the trespass, for if by the trespass of the one the many died, by much more did the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, multiply to the many. And the gift is not as through the one who sinned, for on the one hand, judgment from the one sin led to condemnation, but the gift from many trespasses led to justification. For if by the trespass of the one man, death reigned through the one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. Consequently, therefore, as through one trespass came condemnation to all people, so also through one righteous deed came justification of life to all people. For just as through the disobedience of the one man the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one the many will be made righteous. Now the law came in as a side issue, in order that the trespass could increase, but where sin increased, grace was present in greater abundance, so that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace would reign through righteousness to eternal life 
through Jesus Christ our Lord. All right, now this reading in Romans today is a little bit confusing and is misused by many people to teach that we are born guilty of the sin of Adam. But what should be obvious is that he says death reigned because all sinned. And he points out that there are people who did not sin in the likeness of the sin of Adam, which means that it's not his sin that they've inherited. They've committed their own sin. Then if you want to point out that he says that condemnation came to all people through the one trespass, well, so did justification of life come to all people through the one righteous deed of Christ. So as many people as are condemned by Adam's sin are also justified by the sacrifice of Christ, so we don't have to worry about it. He cancels that out, if that's what that means, which it's not. But really, he's just comparing Adam as a type of Christ, and he's showing that as Adam introduced sin into the world, which brings spiritual death, so Jesus brings spiritual life. But even as we have to actually follow the example of Adam and commit sin to die spiritually, we are not automatically saved through the death of Christ. We have to come to him through faith. We have to imitate him in his righteousness in order to receive that eternal life. Well, hopefully that's understandable. It's not an easy passage. But that's the reading for today. Until next time, keep meditating on the Word of God.